Hello, and welcome to The True Podcast. I'm Josh Karam, and with me as always is Ted Karam. Hey, guys. Now, on today's podcast, uh, we talked about forgiveness last time, and I think something that might be hard is that we live in a world of uncertainty, and there's just so much happening around us. And the question is, right, how do we find happiness in the moment right now when everything around you and no matter what time it is, whether it's like a crazy time with what's happening right now or not, there's always going to be uncertainty. No matter what, you're always going to be able to find one thing that's going wrong right, in life. Right, right. So let's start it off. What do we do? Yeah, right? how do we do? Question. Yeah, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, how do we how do we get there? How do we find peace? How do we find joy? How do we find fulfillment in this moment? Yeah, as you're saying, Jess, there's so much going on in the world, so much uncertainty these days. The big question is how can I allow my life to be just the way it is? How can I accept life the way it is right now? Because there's such a power in accepting what is. Like we, like you mentioned, last time we talked about the gift of forgiveness, uh, how to forgive and let go of the past. That's very important, very powerful within us. How do we accept what is in the present moment? And it's so important because, you know, normally we think on the surface level, we think of accepting what is means to be stuck with forever undesirable conditions. I think that's the tough thing, that's right? Because t- a lot of people are like, well... Life sucks. Whatever. <laughs> right, I guess right. I gotta and live with I it. If I just yeah. like give up and accept what is, then you know I'm just gonna be stuck with uh, these undesirable conditions forever. But that's not really what happens. Okay. What happens is this: when we accept what is, we come into alignment with life. We release resistance. Very important. We release all res- resistance, and what does that do? That allows the flow of good to return to us. And in releasing that resistance. We come into the present moment again, and that flow of good comes to us. That wholeness, love, joy, abundance, well-being begins to flow to us again, begins to fill us again. Why? Because we're no longer feeding the resistance. We're no longer pushing away. We're no longer saying, I can't allow this. I can't accept this. I can't be with what is. Why? Because we're constantly trying to mm. fix it. We're constantly trying to control it. We're constantly trying to improve what the outer conditions, forgetting that really the root of suffering is resistance to what is. The root of unhappiness is not knowing your true self. Remember, we talk about this so many times. When we only know ourselves to be that little wave upon the ocean mm. that's banging around in this great ocean of uncertainty, it's a scary place. And we're never at peace. We're never fulfilled. We're never present. And, we, and we're constantly trying to fix and control everything. Because our very emotional state, our feelings themselves, when we're trapped in that beta brainwave pattern and we're only on the surface level of consciousness as that little wave being tossed around, there's never any peace. Mm. There's never any stability. Why? Because we're not connected with the whole. We need to sink down into the depths of our being to see the bigger picture, to understand the interconnectedness of all things, to feel a sense of stability and peace. Yeah, and I guess then the question is, there's plenty of people that you could talk to that are like, well, I'm just going to have a nice bite of chocolate cake right now, and that'll be my stability for now. <laughs> right? Uh, there's there's a whole song about it yeah. from Avenue Q that's like, life is this for now and everything. For and now. I don't know why it's chocolate cake, right? For well, me, it's, it's like a, a dried apricot. Right. But still, like... 
that's not the root of joy or happiness or no, peace, no, no. right? That's, it's that's, temporary. Right, yeah. that's pleasure in the moment. It's not a deep sense of fulfillment that comes through, only through union with self, union mm. with source, union with life, right? So there's a lot of vices, whether it's eating cake or whether it's shopping or whether it's gaming or whether it's buying yeah. stuff, or, you know, whatever it is, or drinking or whatever. That's what we usually use as a temporary fix to take us away from the feelings that mm. are undesirable. The state of being of negativity that we don't want. Well, what do we do? We drink, we we game, we shop, we eat, we do the things, anything to distract ourselves from ourselves so we don't have to feel this feeling. But the true solution is to come back home to the roots of joy and peace. And that's in knowing thyself. Hmm. That comes through union with source. We're no longer seeking fulfillment through the outer circumstances. Why? Because we're already filled to overflowing with love, with joy, with radiance and excellence and genius, abundance, well-being, just in being what we are. But so often we're not being what we're, we're disconnected yeah. from our true being. So again, accepting what is is the theme. And accepting what is, it doesn't mean that we don't want things to improve. We do. We'll always want things to improve. Why? Because we're infinite beings. So we're always going to want to overcome and improve the limitations of this world, the limitations of symbolism and form. That's what we find ourselves in. But we're divine beings shining through these forms. And so we're always going to want to see the perfection of the divinity that we are, the wholeness that we are reflected in the mirror form. So we'll always want things to change. But what we want to do is realize the first step to allowing that change is acceptance of what is. There are times where we love superhero shows, of course. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to reference The Flash, right? The Flash is able to run so fast that he breaks the time barrier and right. he can change time, change flashpoint time. and everything. So it's so easy to like go to a third-eyed view and be like, hey, that's what life was like if I did this, possibly. Right. But I have to live in this timeline Time quotations. And I think it's hard to accept, like, oh, I could have been this if this could have happened to me. Right. How can I accept this, which might be considered a lesser reality for right, you? Right, right, right. It's a great question. Now, Flash, when they talk about that, that's all quantum physics. Yeah. And there is truth to that. Hmm. So basically, remember we've talked about this before, when you change your vibration here and now, you change the ripples that not only proceed out in front of you, your future, but you also change the ripples that proceed behind you, mm. your past. Now, it doesn't change the imagery or what you re recall yeah. about your past, <laughs> but it changes what you feel about it. It mm. changes everything that you project about it, your emotional state about it. Remember in Inception, the movie Inception, yeah. when that son always thought his dad didn't love him, he was always a disappointment, exactly. there yeah. was no love there, there was no relationship. But then they planted a seed of a new thought in him that germinated into a full-blown conception of, even with that same imagery, even with right, all that... Right, because that all happened. Yeah, it they all didn't happened. change what he happened. He doesn't change yeah. the imagery, but he changes what it means for mm. him. And then everything changes. So when you change yourself in the present moment, you change your past and your future. You change your timeline, and you actually shift onto a whole different timeline. 
So it is actually possible. Now, it's not just superheroes that, you know, relate this, the power of that. So if we look at the great teachers back through history, they also remind us of this truth. You know, when we think of Moses or Jesus or Buddha, or if we think of Krishna or Vishnu or Muhammad or Abraham, they all taught us something very powerful, or even more modern day, Gandhi, Mm. Mother Teresa. They lived very powerful lives and they transformed the hearts and the minds of millions. And what can we learn from their example? Their true power didn't come from any external source. It came from within them. They found union with source within them. Similarly, the fulfillment we seek doesn't require changing the outer circumstances of our life situation. The most powerful and immediate change we can make is to align ourselves with life itself. And how do we do that? We accept what is. Hmm. Doesn't mean we don't want to change things or improve things, but we first accept what is. Why? Because that's the first step that allows change to happen. In acceptance comes the release of resistance. We're no longer resisting life. We're no longer resisting this loss, this problem, this situation. In the acceptance of it, we are free from it. When we resist it, we cause it to persist. We feed it our life energy and we keep it around. So we stay stuck in undesirable situations when we do not accept what is. And how often have we chased our dreams out into the world? And even when we achieve our goals, even when we are successful in realizing our ambitions, how long does it take before the desire for more returns? Mm. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, want is a growing giant, which the cloak of have shall never fit. Wanting the outer things, seeking fulfillment through the outer things, seeking a sense of peace, a sense of joy, a sense of love through outer circumstances. It's only when we turn within ourselves that we find true fulfillment. It's when we be the change, Hmm. when we become the vibration. Accepting what is releases that resistance. It cuts the root of all suffering and it allows movement. It allows things to change. This reminds me of the story by Robert Hastings called The Station. So right now we're all waiting to get to the station. We're all waiting for the world to change. We're all waiting for things to improve. And then we'll be happy. And then we'll enjoy life. And hopefully things will improve. But what if they don't? Or if they don't, what if they don't improve in the way we want them to? That's a big one, yeah. <laughs> what if life doesn't deal us what we're expecting it to so we can finally be happy? This little story called The Station is a great example. This is in, in Jumping on Water. So here's The Station by Robert Hastings. Tucked away in our subconscious minds is an idyllic vision in which we see ourselves on a long journey that spans an entire continent. We're traveling by train, and from the windows, we drink in the passing scenes of cars on nearby highways, of children waving at crossings, of cattle grazing in distant pastures, of smoke pouring from power plants, of row upon row of cotton and corn and wheat, of flatlands and valleys, of city skylines and village halls. But uppermost in our conscious minds is our final destination. For at a certain hour on a given day, our train will finally pull into the station with bells ringing, flags waving, and bands playing. And once that day comes, so many wonderful dreams will come true. So restlessly, we pace the aisles and count the miles, peering ahead, waiting, waiting, 
waiting for the station. Yes, when we reach the station, that'll be it, we promise ourselves. When we're 18, when we receive that promotion, when we put the last kid through college, when we buy the Mercedes-Benz, when we finally pay off the mortgage, when we have that nest egg for retirement. From that day on, we will all live happily ever after. Sooner or later, however, we must realize there is no station in this life, no one earthly place to arrive at once and for all. The joy is in the journey. The station is only an illusion. It constantly outdistances us. Yesterday's a memory, tomorrow's a dream. Yesterday belongs to history, tomorrow belongs to God. Yesterday's a fading sunset, tomorrow's a faint sunrise. Only today is there light enough to love and live. So gently close the door on yesterday and throw the key away. It isn't the burdens of today that drive men mad, but rather the regret over yesterday and the fear of tomorrow. Relish the moment is a good motto, especially when coupled with Psalm 118.24. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So stop pacing the aisles and counting the miles. Instead, swim more rivers, climb more mountains, kiss more babies, count more stars, laugh more and cry less, go barefoot more often and eat more ice cream. Ride more merry-go-rounds, watch more sunsets, for life must be lived as we go along. So that's his wisdom to share. And that's really, it's so important to realize that we shouldn't be waiting for things to change, but that we can choose instead to accept everything as it is right now. And thus, we become the change. Again, it doesn't mean that we won't, don't want things to improve, but the first step to allowing that improvement to happen is to no longer resist what is so that it can change. And since the episode is called Accepting What Is, uh, you were talking about Inception earlier, and we did the Inception podcast about Tenet, you know, our excitement for Tenet. So I'm just going to say this now because I think it works nicely. In Tenet, the line that they continuously use is what's happened has happened. What's happened is happened. Yeah, what's what happened, is, yeah. It that's is what it, it is. You, nothing right? is going to change what has happened. And even, we're talking about, like, the power. They, we have power in our lives, but, like, when you watch films, like, they have these powers that are unimaginable. But what's happened has happened. How can I accept what is when there's so much I could be doing for the future? I might not have the powers to influence the past and what's happened, but I could, I could change what the future is. So why should I accept what is when I could have something else? Is what a lot of people. Think. Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 yeah. we do want to take outer action to shape and mold our future. But what happens so often is we don't realize this. We are upset about this, or angry about that, or we're hurt about something else. And so I'm going to take action, and we do it out of that vibration. We do it out of that energy. We do it out of that negativity, and we only feed it, and we create more of it. We find that we don't actually achieve what we desired. Even if we achieve the outer goal, it doesn't bring us the fulfillment or the peace that we were hoping it would. Hmm. Just like, remember, we'll keep going back to this because this movie's so great, in, in Soul. Yeah. Right? When Joe wanted to play the piano. Hmm. It's not in the doing. It's not in playing the piano, even though that was his passion. That was his spark in life. It wasn't the doing 
that made him come alive. It was the being. Yeah. It was connecting huh. with what he truly is. And the same is true here in molding and shaping our future. The reason we want something so badly is because it already is mm. in reality. In the vibrational world of quantum physics, infinite possibilities of divine good exist where? Here, when, now. Well, why don't we experience them? Because we're not tuned into them. We're not a vibrational match with them. We're tuned to the bad luck channel or the horror show channel or the lack and loss and limitation channel. We need to change our tune. Otherwise, all the action we take, all the we could have infinite resources at our command to try and reshape and remold our world. But if our inner vibration doesn't change, it won't stick. We will rewrite the script over and over again from the vibration within us. Yeah, why is it so easy to resist life? Why is it so easy to resist this, like, acceptance? Like, it's like, no, in, in Kung Fu, since we were talking we're about We're conditioned Fu, to do so. When yeah. Cain solves this dispute between this blood feud that happened for 20 years. Yes, I remember and that And he, he resolves it, like, one of them is like, no, that's impossible. It like, can't be I over. can't accept this. Right. Yeah, it can't be over. <laughs> it, why? Why is it so hard, then? to resist what is because not, we're yeah. so conditioned not to you see Cain notice Cain in the Kung Fu mm. example whenever challenge came to him whenever people judge him whenever people start to attack he was just always present mm. he learned through reconditioning himself to be present to not be reactive to not react like a puppet on a string most of us don't realize that's what we're doing it's an, it's an unconscious thing so that's why it's so difficult to be present. When we're present, then we're at peace. When we're present, we're here and now. Hmm. When we're present, we're unified with the whole of life. When we're present, all good is flowing to, through, in, and as us. Joy, love, abundance, well-being, radiance, brilliance, excellence, genius is flowing through us. But when we're not present, when we're lost in our minds, now we're cutting ourselves off from that source of good. So, you know, going with the flow, going with the stream of life, releasing resistance, we call that being in heaven. We call that heaven nirvana on mm. earth. When we resist what is, when we're constantly paddling against the current, fighting against everything, it drains, it depletes our life energy. And we don't realize that we're just reinforcing it. We're just giving our life energy to it. Why? Because that's where our focus is. Our life-giving energy flows wherever our attention goes. Mm. We feed it. We don't even realize we're feeding the circumstances we don't want. We're actually supporting and revitalizing that which we don't want in our lives by not accepting what is, by resisting what is. Definitely. So when we go with the flow, we're feeding the wolf of unity. Remember mm. the, the good and the bad two wolf? wolf story, yeah. The two wolf story. Remember we said it's really not good and evil. It's really unity and separation. Another mm. way to say it is... It's love and fear. When we're going with the flow of life, when we're in the zone, when we're in the, the, the grace of the present moment, when we're trusting and open and, and unified with the whole of life, we're feeding the wolf of love, of unity, of truth. When we're resisting what is, when we can't accept what is, and we're in denial of life, we're feeding the wolf of fear and separation, the wolf of illusion. And remember, whichever wolf we're feeding become stronger in us. So making peace with the present moment is what accepting what is is all about. It allows us to enter the present moment 
where the flow of life energy happens again. And what happens all on its own? Well-being flows to us. Love flows to us. Joy comes to us. We no longer experience that past that we were resisting over and over again because we're no longer feeding it. We're no longer resisting it. When it comes to accepting what is, we talked about it in a previous podcast, the idea of people like taking a couple minutes to appreciate the moment and it's just like, well, I don't have a, t- I don't have a couple minutes. I, I could be doing <laughs> something with these couple minutes. I'm right. not going to accept it. What are the <laughs> the first steps people can be taking to accept that, you know, you don't have to be bent over for hours on end trying to fight what exists and just accept the moment. How do we stop ourselves from being like, it's I have great. to this change is what is. This yeah. is perfect. And we can do this anytime, anywhere. We talked about setting a, a chime, an hourly chime yeah. on a watch. Just pause when you, when you have that chime or when you remember and breathe. Just take mm. a breath. Take a breath. Because you're you're not breathing. You're not you, when you're stressed. When you're anxious, you're not breathing. Breathe in. Take a deep breath and release it. And as you release it, imagine all the tension, all the anxiety just flows from your body. And one thing you can always do, even in the midst of a conversation, Josh. Even as we're talking right now, and you're listening to me, or anybody listening to this podcast, even as you hear my voice, take a breath. Relax, come into the moment, listen to the silence. It's always there. There's a stillness, there's a sound. As these words come and go, there's a presence, there's a stillness, there's a silence. Tune into it. And so you can always just kind of tune into it. And you can allow yourself to just listen. You can bring your awareness into your body. Feel yourself breathing. Just notice your, your breathing. Just... And as you're noticing your breathing, you pull the attention out of mind. You, t- you pull yourself out of thoughts. What happens is we get lost in thoughts. And what we want to do is bring our awareness, bring our energy back into being. So you can just be present. And then for three seconds, ready for the next three or five seconds, think of nothing. What does that mean? That just means whatever thoughts come in, you just let them go. You don't try and... St- Stop thoughts. You don't try thinking of nothing. I means just don't focus on anything. Just don't allow yourself to go off in a story time. Oh, I'm having a, oh, I see a commercial and there's a cookie. What am I having for dinner? Oh my God, I didn't do the food shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> one thought piles in after another, after another, after another. So let the let your thoughts come and let your thoughts go. Like we've talked about on a sunny day when you're lying down in the grass and you're looking up at the white puffy clouds. The thoughts are like the clouds. Just let them come, let them pass on by, but put your attention back on the blue sky, the deep blue within you. Because remember, everything out there is a mirror of what's in here. And as you focus on that deep blue, serene sky, you're focusing into the depths of your being. And you're finding your true self again. You're uniting with life. So this is a way that you can just, at any moment, breathe, listen, Just allow everything to come and go. Allow spaciousness. No reactivity in you. Just kind of be present. Whatever you may be doing, you may still be active in life because you're taking care of the kids. You're you're at work. You're taking care of others. You're doing. You're you're serving in however you serve. So it may not be a time where you're just sitting still. Whatever you're doing, do it with your full attention. 
Bring your complete attention and awareness to what you're doing. Merge yourself completely in this moment with taking out the trash, with cooking dinner, with talking to a client, with working with those children, with whatever it is. Bring your full awareness into what you're doing so that you and the doing become one. And do it in a state of grace. Do it with loving kindness. Do everything with care as if it mattered the most. That's all that matters right now is what you're doing right before you, right here, right now. Hmm. All that matters is the phone ring, ding, ling, ling, ling. Oh, it's an interruption. No, it's someone on the other end of the phone. You pick that phone up and you talk as if this conversation is the most important thing in your life right now. Yeah. Because it is. And you bring your full attention, you bring your love, you bring your energy to it with a how can I help, how can I serve, how can I give. And this pulls you out of the unconsciousness, the reactivity. It pulls us out of what? Those subconscious programs that are running our lives. And it pulls us back into the present moment where we're here, we're now. And again, it allows us to accept things as they are. First step to changing them. So acceptance is saying yes to life as it is. For when we don't, when we do otherwise, it's to be in denial of life. When we avoid negative people or circumstances, we assign a power to them that they don't have. Certainly, we all don't like certain particular situations or we find ourselves at odds with certain people. Yet resistance only energizes and sustains those relationships that we have with people and circumstances. We only feed that energy. If we can honestly accept those people or those circumstances just the way they are, then we set a wave of change into motion from within us. The secret becomes befriending what is as if we had invited it. Now, so often, Josh, we don't want to accept what is. We mentioned this. We touched on this. But let's talk about this again. We think that accepting what is will cause us to be stuck with it forever right? That we're accepting those people or that situation. What we're really resisting, what we're really looking at here is it's not those people or that situation. It's the undesirable stories in our minds that we're telling ourselves about the conditions out there. Get it? You know, we think, oh, if I accept what is, if I accept things the way they are, well, we're just going to be stuck with it forever. How's that going to change anything? That's not helpful. No, no, no. Back up. It is. Because as long as you're resisting those people or that situation, and thus you're causing it to persist by feeding it your energy, what we're really resisting aren't the situations out there, aren't the circumstances out there. It's the stories in our own mind. It's the stories we're telling ourselves about reality Mm. itself. We're not resisting reality itself. We're not seeing reality. (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're seeing our projected concepts and ideas about reality, yeah. our beliefs that we're projecting on people and circumstances. That's what we resist, and that's what we cause to persist. Hmm. So if you don't want your future to be more of the frustration of the present or the past, change yourself. Be the change. What does that mean? That means to get beyond those undesirable stories. How do you get beyond the undesirable stories you're telling yourself over and over again in your mind? You accept them. You see them for what they are. And so you no longer resist reality. See, we're not resisting reality itself. We're resisting the undesirable stories about reality that we're telling ourselves. When we can accept that 
and let go. No longer feeding those stories. No longer pl- giving them airtime. No longer playing them over and over and over and over again like a broken record. Now we begin to see reality. What is reality? The omnipresence of divine good. So if we're not experiencing the omnipresence of divine good, then we're overlaying something on top of this moment, some story on top of this moment that is bringing us suffering, that is bringing us the experience of lack, loss, separation. So it's so important to let go and accept what is in this moment Mm. so that things can change. What's the first thing that changes? We change. There it is. And then as our energy changes, the reflection in the mirror, as we sow, so shall we reap. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. What comes back to us in the mirror of life changes. And this isn't just airy-fairy mumbo-jumbo. This is science. This is, uh, I don't want to scare people, but I'm going to, here's the, uh, the, the warning, I'm going to talk about an equation for a moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was curious. Yeah, I I scared you there for a minute. I was horrified. Like, what's going on here? What are you going to say? We want to share with you a very simple principle. It's called Ohm's Law, and it's a principle that exists in the flow of energy through all of our electronics from your cell phone to your computer to your TV, every modern electronic. This is the principle at the heart of it. And what this principle says is that the current that flows through the circuit is proportional to the voltage or the potential diminished by or reduced by the resistance. Mm. So the current that flows is proportional to the voltage reduced by the resistance. Now, if we look at this in life and we apply this to the energy of our own being, the life force that flows through you, the current, the life current, the energy that you have is proportional to your infinite potential because you're infinite being, but it's reduced by your resistance to what is in this moment. So the more you resist, the more you don't go with the flow, the more you're not in the zone, the more you're not in the grace in the present moment of life, and you're resisting what is, it reduces and reduces your life energy. Resistance in an electronic circuit is dissipated as heat. Resistance in a human circuit is dissipated in suffering. And so when we resist what is, when we don't accept what is, we create undue suffering for ourselves. Well, perfect. We want to we wanna keep the circuit flow flowing. So thank you guys for tuning in to the Real You podcast. Like and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. Um, you were hearing segments from Jumping on Water. You could go to the website and check that out. You could also see meditations. You need to clear your headspace a little bit. Uh, except the moment, it's good to hear some soothing voice and nice music underneath that. So go check that out. And most important, we have a newsletter there and a place to contact us. So if you have questions, things you want to hear us talk about, and we'd love to answer it, so please sign up for the newsletter. Uh, You can comment on Podbean, email us directly through the website, or even on YouTube or whatever social media platform you follow us on. I want to leave off with one final point from Ted, so Ted, uh, wrap it up for us. Yeah, no, I mean, today if you take one thing away, it's all about knowing that change will come to you. Good, positive wholeness, joy, love, abundance, well-being will find you if you allow the energy to flow again within you. By releasing resistance, how do you do that? Accepting what is. It's that simple, really. There's so much change going on in our world right now, and you don't want to stand like the mighty oak in a storm. What happens to the mighty oak in a storm? It gets knocked over. You want to become like the reed that yields and bends with the winds of change right now. This is so important to remember in your life. You know, it's been said that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. 
What are the signs of suffering? What are the signs of resistance? Annoying people. Upsetting situations. Worrisome circumstances. This is a great one. Rerunning a situation over and over and over again in your mind. What you're going to say, what you're going to do, what you should have said, what you should have done. Those are signs of resistance. Those are signs where, let me just stop. Let me just let it go. Let me accept it as it is. And let me move on. Because that doesn't serve you to put your energy into that resistance because you only feed that and you keep it around in your life. Lao Tzu said this in the Tao Te Ching. He said, in the pursuit of knowledge, every day something is added. In the practice of the Tao, the way, the true way of being, every day something is dropped, something is let go, something is released. Allow yourself to accept what is so that your energy can flow forth and change it. Thank you for that ending note. And don't forget, don't only tune into The Real You podcast. Tune into The Real You. This program is copyrighted in 2021 by Chrysalis Point. Thanks for listening.